Hello. Hello, is that Sean Duvet? Oh, hello, boy. How are you? <laughs> How's it going? Good and you? Cool, man. You well? Yeah, man. All good. Okay, so listen, I'm not going to stand here and uh, ask run of the mill tests about your journey so far, sort of questions. I'm going to get straight into it. Uh, the list can go on, but in short, you're a pioneer of the dance music industry in South Africa. Hands down, there's no doubting that, and there's no way you could ever dispute that. Um, with owning bars, agencies, clubs, being a DJ, as well as putting on some of the biggest festivals and events in South Africa, uh, at what point Sean do you do you actually get to have a life <laughs> you know it's it, it, it might sound cliched uh, but it's really kind of one of those things of you know if you, you you hear about you know if you love what you do you'll work a day in your life and yeah. I think that you know I'm kind of truly blessed to, to do what I love you know I kind of started out in the clubs and I still love the clubs and I love the club culture and just kind of what it's all materialized into you know, so it's really much a part of my life, you know. It's, yeah. It is my life, and I embrace it, you know. I think the, for me the biggest, I wouldn't say challenge, but the the, the biggest thing is, is incorporating, you know, a family into the equation as for well. For sure, for uh, sure. And just and just, just finding the way to balance it all out, you know. Yeah. The, the party culture and the party yeah because <laughs> I mean that alone If I mean as a DJ DJs normally barely last in a relationship and then you with multiple businesses and running festivals like you do I can only imagine the kind of focus that it must take yeah it does but at the same time you know it's, it's like I say you know I've, I've, I'm very lucky to have a very supportive wife I've yeah. been with 15 years and we've kind of you know she knows where I was when I started and she's mm. been supportive all the way and uh, it's just it's good to have the support and I think yeah. I need that you know, in order for everything else to grow because I think if I didn't have the family life I, I could have veered off in yeah. the <laughs> other direction I needed someone you for know, sure something there I guess to kind of be the, the anchor so to speak absolutely but also and the driving force I'm sure yeah, the inspiration, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, when putting on a festival like Ultra South Africa, it can easily take over a year to plan, I'm sure. Uh, so, with dealing with global brands like Ultra, like Swedish House Mafia, like Dead Mouse, like Corona, how far in advance do you have to plan locally to fit in with the global team? Well, you know, I think everything is market relative. And at the end of the day, you know, working with global brands, local mm. brands, global artists, local artists, you know, and I think relative to any industry or business that you are dealing with at the end of the day, you know, I think look, there's, there's a lot of factors to take into account, but, sure. you know, at, at the end of it all, there needs to be trust in what I'm doing yeah. from working with these global guys. I, you know, from my side, I need to be able to, you know, put my best foot forward and, yeah. and say, right, this is the right time to do it. This is the right date to do it on. Yeah, you know, these are the right artists that we're going to do it with. Yeah, and you know, it's a matter of understanding the market from my side and, and being in a a good relationship, so to speak, with these global guys that they trust me. And it's, uh, yeah, I guess it does. It comes down to trust and understanding yeah. and respect at the end of the day. So you know, you, you don't always get it right, and you know, I've made plenty of mistakes over the years. And it's just a matter of yeah. Yeah, I guess how you work together and how you respect one another to make decisions and move forward collectively at the end of the day. No, exactly. And uh, you're dealing with worldwide brands here, you know, Ultra, Corona, etc. As I said earlier, how strictly uh, do you have to follow these brands' guidelines when it comes to putting on these shows? I mean, I'd imagine any brand that you get to work with would want the specific vibe and specific flavor we can only provide here in South Africa. Absolutely. No, very much so. I think, you know, when it all began, Mm. You know, when it all began, 
I, I would say that you know, from 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 their side, you know, there's due diligence done. You know, they'll sure. look into the market. They'll, you know, kind of look at you know my track record. Yeah. And, you know what I found. This is the next thing. So there's you know, it kind of starts out on a good foot. Well, yeah. starts out on the foot of them understanding. You know, who I've worked with in the past with different agents with different artists etc I was, I was just going to say like what, what was the process yeah. to actually get into the room with the guys behind these brands and these festivals to say okay listen I'm your guy and this is how we're going to do it and, you, and, and I'm going to make a success of it which you have well I think you know from the ultra side of things um, from touring all the artists kind of on solo tours previously um, yeah. you know uh, you know I was blessed enough to be able to meet a lot of the artists and a lot of the agents um, you know, through these tours, through these festivals, a lot of the touring managers, sure. production managers, are you know they kind of all work, they all work in tandem. You know, yeah. so you kind of just connect the dots eventually. You know, and then uh, myself and my partner Tony met um, uh, through our producer, our global production manager, met um, you know the Ultra Miami guys, yeah. and we just back down and we hit it off and Brilliant. you know at that point we we just started talking about it i mean that process alone was i guess you want to say courting each other yeah but, <laughs> you know, it was a good year and a half to two years before yeah. we actually got off the ground and then just flirting and with then, the idea of this is what we're going to do <laughs> yeah exactly you know and it took time to get there but you know once it was there like you know we, we, we were head down we made the commitment and yeah. Yeah. Here we are. And then, later, I guess. where would you put South Africa when compared to the global stage at the moment? Well, look, I mean, I, you know, this, 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 you know the, the, the using using ultra as the kind of like benchmark. You sure. Know, at the end of the day, what I can confidently say about us is that we have a very good name in the global circuit. Yeah. From running shows to you know, kind of from the production perspective to running the shows to dealing with the artists, you know, we've got a very, very good track record. Sure. And I know this because, you know, when we sit down with all of our global things, like I was in Miami recently, you know, we sat down with the guys from Europe, mm. to the guys from Asia, to the guys from Miami, and, you know, we we have a very good name, you know. Obviously, each different continent has got its own flavor and based on the partners that are, like, running those different territories, uh, you know, kind of a significant of how those festivals get run. Uh, for example, the guys in... Yeah. Croatia have have a very much a you know travel background. You know they do a lot of travel, so there's also they sure. kind of link up the whole all the different islands of the festival, and they bring these travel packages all over Europe. There, you know, in yeah. in, in in Asia, Korea, Japan, and you know, all of these places, you know, be such an advanced market. You know, the production yeah. and the technology, you know, it's unreal. You know, and yeah. Miami, Miami's got this intense. Big, like you imagine a big American <laughs> yeah. loud in your face exactly so they live up to that that, that status of being yeah, in America in Miami <laughs> yeah everybody's got their own flavor yeah. and it's great so I think you know so but you know from the from the scale of things you know we, yeah. we're the smallest market there's no doubt about that you know like we you know the numbers that they fetch like Miami are just oh, massive you know yeah. in, in Japan massive in Korea in Europe in everywhere, you know, they're massive, so it's, um... And they go, really they, they go on for days as opposed to just a one-day festival yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, totally, you know, it's, it's, it's spending power on economies of scale at the end of the day for, yeah. for the size of the market. But, you know, when it comes down to the, to the, to the culture and to the music, you know, we've got a very good name, I think, you know. For sure. I, mean, I was in Ibiza, uh, well, Miami now, recently for, you know, for Ultra, Miami mm. Music Week and all of that stuff. And I can hands down tell you that the biggest artist 
there with black coffee yeah yeah I, which is which is amazing you know and I, like yeah. with with saying that you know like i think while you were overseas especially like this year being in miami did you see that yeah. there was an uh, influence on the sound with him making such yeah, a, a worldwide yeah. impact just, and without a doubt he's he is the golden child sure he is, you know the media gem he is and he follows through with his music and everybody just wants a piece of him you know, I mean, we were in we were at Story, and you know, David Jenner was in the DJ box, and I was looking at David, and he was like, you've got to do something. He's like, I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm waiting on him to do the go Yeah, yeah. And, you know, from everyone to, to, to everybody wants to work with Nazi, and it's just yeah. incredible, you know. And, and I think, you know, and it, and it comes down to him opening up this door for for all the artists, mm. you know, and, and one, one question I get asked quite frequently from DJs and artists specifically is, you know, how do I make it? How do I get up there? Yes. How do I become yeah. black coffee? And the answer is simple. It's hard work and it's putting yourself out there. Yeah. You know, if you're going to sit and you're going to be based on your laurels and you're just going to expect somebody to pick up that phone and give you a record deal or a Yeah, of course. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, you've got you to put yourself out there. You've got to invest in yourself. You've got to yeah. You've got to, you know, you've got to do all of that. So yeah. You know, the perfect example of all of that. And I think so, I think what it also gives people the wrong perception is that if they don't hear uh, of Black Coffee prior to where he is now, they assume that it was just this immediate breakout for him, which wasn't the case. It took him years, and it was years of hard work and yeah, like, exactly, chaos, I'm exactly. sure. And he's just, and he's owning it now. Yeah. It's incredible. And I think our music is definitely, you know, it's filtering in, and there's, you know, Tim is making some good moves. And yeah, exactly. And there's interest in the market. But it, it comes down to you know, there's, there's flavor of the month and then there's the ones that will make it yeah, through and that's people obviously do that the ones that are working hard will do that but it comes down to being out of sight, out of mind and, you know, it's similar to you can come, you can drop a big record yeah. get in with the right guys you can make the right people. but if you're not there the promoters, you know are not going to constantly be flying in yeah, absolutely. I can guarantee you that geographically yeah. we're very challenged really are. there's only a ceiling that the artists can hit so high in this country, you know mm. until they need to make other decisions if they want to you know kind of play in the global space properly yeah. they need to they need to look at themselves as global products in order to do that they, a lot of the time they've got to relocate the same thing with goldfish you know they yeah. they had to you know they had to uproot themselves Matthew basically you know he lives between here and the US and Europe totally so, totally so you know everybody you know it's tough to it's you take yourself you know at the end of the day but there is interest for the African guys and, um, and African sound and it's a matter of how it gets capitalized on you know yeah. We're all work especially on. now there's there's that gap now uh, without mentioning any names, Sean, <laughs> uh, without mentioning any names, uh, what have been some of the most outrageous requests that you've received from these high caliber artists that make the way to the shores of SA? You know, I can only imagine that it, it goes either way. It's, it's completely out outrageous. All these guys treat it like a job and it's in art and that's their day at the office. Man, I'm, I'm just trying to think of, you know, the, you know, the, you know like, I like, you know, he wants the boat to the cake and yes. all of that stuff and it does happen. You know, it's, it's part of the show but I mean you know he's uh, I mean he's an astounding bastard you know like he, you know when he came you know he's, he's pretty right up the mountain he's he, you know he's, in, he's you know he's, he's mad like that but then you know you take some of the guys and they're not into the party they're not into the scene they're not into anything they come there they do their thing yeah. you know a lot of these guys are, they, they're artists and they're very serious about being sure, artists sure. Because, because they've been you know kind of groomed in a market where there's 
but his culture and his money and all that stuff to become an artist, become serious. It's not just about the party, you know. Like, sure. You know, Stefan Bosman, for example, I mean, he's, he's a wonderful family man, you know, and, mm. you know, he's been making music his whole life, and, you know, he's at the stage of his career and his life now, like, you know, he's an artist, this is what he does. He's yeah. not going to the office, you know. And yeah, exactly. And, yeah, he'll have some drinks. So, you know, there's, there's different variants, put it that way. You know, the, you, you find the, the younger, like, kind of, you know, crazier you sure. know, EDM kids. The instant fame it. kids, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they kind of, as, but as quickly as they shoot up, they kind of fall, you know. Yeah. And, um, oh, gosh, I can't even think, you know, over the years, the, 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 the crazy things. I mean, little Wayne wanted a skate park once. <laughs> no uh, way. <laughs> Eminem, Eminem had to have, what did he have to do with uh, had to get like an extra aircon because he wanted his room temperature to be minus 14 oh degrees but it only goes to minus 16 he was very pedantic so he had to bring an extra aircon into the <laughs> into the one and only and bash down all the yeah, no man <laughs> I can only imagine that this is sometimes <laughs> just to mess with people as well yeah. just just to make them work yeah, yeah but dealing with these uh, mega star like hip hop artists or pop artists it must be another ball you know, game look, yeah it depends on what stage of their career they have sure. well. you know, a lot of these guys a lot of these guys, you know, it's, it's, they don't even know where they are half the time. In the sense, you know, they, they get picked up. Yeah. From the airport. And I'm sure live a fairly lonely life. To the hotel, they, <laughs> you know, kind of get up, they go to the gig and they come back to the hotel, but they stay down in the airplane. That's it's true. You know, Sean, um, lastly, before I let you go, um, I always like to ask somebody like you who's been in the game for so long, somebody that I've always looked up to and uh, has been an influence for so many years uh, within the South African dance music industry and being so consistent. Uh, what has been one of the biggest highlights, one of the biggest turning points in your career thus far? Sure, there's been, there's been many incredible life moments. I think, I think like the turning point the turning point for me is one like, and it's only, I guess it's the thing that comes to my mind when you mm. ask that question. Yeah, I think it, it's like, it's like when I got the confirmation email from Dead Mouse. Sure. Yeah. You know, and that, that, that really was like the start of a lot of things. You know? Yeah. And, and I, because I was, you know, often for a good year, year and a half, you know, there was a lot of challenges to get there. And yeah. I just, I remember exactly where I was in the day. Really? And I just couldn't believe finish up in Cape Town, so I only arrived tomorrow morning. Oh, okay, but cool. I've been, but I've been back and forth like throughout the last I, I was just so. going to say, geez, you must be spending your life in an airport. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but all going well, set up wise, a corona so far. Absolutely. Everything is on track and looking good. Yeah, looking for, uh, yeah, sell out show. Um, I look back forward up. to seeing you at Corona on Saturday. It's going to be insane. Yeah, looking forward. Lovely. Cool. Oh, I will see you then. Words. Thanks, sir. Keep talking. The future sounds with Kyle.